Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for the Travis Thomas Show on Boston Sports Original. W-E-E-I. Travis Thomas Experience, taking your phone calls as always. 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas Experience on Twitter and the gram. Uh, Listen, you know, I was asking, (laughs) would you rather Mahomes get another ring uh, during this little Chiefs dynasty here? uh, Get, you know, closer to what the Patriots have done. They have to do it for a long time, obviously. We all understand that. But, you know, keep chasing the Patriots dynasty, Mahomes can keep chasing Brady with another ring, or would you rather the 49ers win it and get their sixth ring, which would tie the Steelers and the Pats in that club? I mean, it feels like a lose-lose, but if you had to, you know, you had to pick two of the lesser evils here, which one would you take? 617-779-7937. I think Many of you feel the way I do and have had enough of the Mahomes-Brady nonsense. I got a message that says, uh, I agree, Travis. How can Mahomes be better than Brady if he couldn't even beat Brady in the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl? I mean, he's 0-2 against Brady in uh, some of the biggest games of his career. Amen, brother. Amen. 617-779-7937. Many of you are even questioning if the Chiefs is – Yet a dynasty. Some of you saying it's a you're crowning it a little too soon. Let's go to uh, John on line one. John, welcome to the Travis Thomas Experience. Hey, Travis, how you doing? Great show. Good Thank show, you. Bud. Thank you. I uh, I feel as though that uh, the word dynasty and the word go, everybody just wants to throw that around nowadays. Um, I I think it needs to be defined. You know what is a dynasty? You know, what is going to be a GOAT? Uh, in football, I mean, I, I, I'm not necessarily knowledgeable. What is it, Super Bowl 61? you got 60, you know, 60 Super Bowls. Okay, well, you know, you look at the Niners, and they won four Super Bowls in the, uh, in the, in the 80s, right? You call that a dynasty. You know, Dallas won back three in a row in the 90s. Or you call that a dynasty. I mean, I look at the Patriots. I mean, you, the Patriots essentially had two dynasties. You know, Brady won three early, and then you know there was there was a gap, and then he came back and won three more. So it's just kind of like two. I mean, I guess you could wrap it and say that whole that whole era was a, a Patriots dynasty. But Mahomes, I mean, you won two Super Bowls. Um, 
you know, I, I don't think there's an argument of the fact of what kind of quarterback he is. Yeah. All right. But I think anointing this guy as better than Tom Brady or, or a dynasty. I mean, he's 28. I mean, let, let's see when he gets to be 35. Right. Let's see where his numbers match up at 35. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I mean, by the way, Super Bowl 58, um, as far as a total, you know, Super Bowls go. So, you know, listen, I agree a, a lot with what you said, um, you know, but we know what that is. It's just the, it's the day and time, man. It is what it is. I mean, some of this stuff, I couldn't believe. I'm going to tell you, I almost crashed my car the other day in this town. Hearing people anointing this Mahomes kid better than Brady. I'm like, in what world? In what world? But I think it's done to generate calls and tweets and clicks on articles and blah, blah, blah. Listen, I'm a professional at this. I love my job. I understand the importance of all that stuff, the value of all that stuff. But I'd just rather tell it like it is. I mean, tell the truth. If I get less clicks, I get less clicks. I, I'm not trying to, you know, I need to be, I, had to, I have to have some integrity here, don't I? For God's sakes. I mean, it's hard enough to get on air and, and give your opinion and get this. Have you seen this mug? Have you seen me on Nesson? I have a face for radio, okay? It's hard enough to, I mean, there's not enough makeup in the world for this mug. That takes some gumption. That takes stones, and I do that every day. The last thing I'm going to do is get up here and start talking some nonsense. So I think a lot of it, you know, it, it just is what it is, man. People talk to try and get a, a rise out of people, and it worked because I almost wrecked my damn car hearing that. Uh, so I agree with you there. But here's where I'm going to disagree with you. I mean, I, I, I get it. You got to define the dynasty and define the GOAT and all this and that. Some of this stuff, you just know it. When you see it, don't you? I, I mean, I'm not going to argue. I think the Chiefs do have a dynasty. They have a modern-day dynasty. Eight consecutive AFC West titles. <laughs> I mean, they've won two out of the last three Super Bowls. Uh, what are we doing? Of course, yeah, it's a dynasty. They could lose next week and it's a dynasty. That's what, to me, in a lot of ways... That's what makes the Patriots – I don't think we'll ever see anything quite like that because of the stretch they went in between winning the Super Bowls. You won those early chunks. Then you went a long time without it, and then they went back and won more chunks. I mean, it's that's unbelievable. That's hard to even make – if you scripted that in Hollywood, you'd be like, yeah, right. So, so you're telling me they got older and they got better. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. I mean, it's incredible. So, you know, I look, I, I'm not going to – I if you want to call up and tell me that the Chiefs don't have a dynasty, have at it, that's not really the conversation I want to have. I think they do. I'll give them their props on that. What I'm not willing to do is say they are greater than in any way. Um, you know, and we, we open the show by saying how they're similar, how they're different. I think what Mahomes is doing – you know, this year in particular really reminds me of the Patriots. Defense, he's lost, you know, he lost the ultimate weapon in Tyreek Hill. Uh, Kelsey's getting older. We saw Gronk getting older. Uh, and it it felt, boy, didn't it just feel like Tom Wilja? And that's, I, I get those vibes here from, from Mahomes right now. Uh, I'll give him that. 
you know, but he's got to, it's got to be longevity, obviously. Um, and, and some of that's just staying healthy. That's where I'll give him, listen, there are some things I'll tell you right now. Um, and it's obvious what Mahomes is greater than Brady at. This is what I'm willing to concede. He is more athletic than Tom. No doubt about it. Okay. Congratulations. So were a lot of quarterbacks that played against Brady. Uh, I will say he's more unique than Tom. You know, just I've never seen a quarterback throw off platform as much as he does. The arm angles because of the baseball, I'm guessing because of the baseball background. I'm not some quarterback coach here. I don't pretend to be one on radio. But, you know, you know he has a baseball background, and you see that in a lot of his throws. Um, I'll give him that. He's very unique in that way. Uh, you know, it seems, you know, when the play breaks down, he's very creative. He's got a lot of that stuff. He's got a lot of magic to him. There's a lot of Mahomes magic. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you don't see it as much anymore, but we all seen the no look passes and then the, uh, the little ugly, you know, shovel pass where he throws underhand. I'll give him all that stuff. Very crafty, you know, no problem. And when I watched Tom, it, it almost felt very textbook it felt like if you looked up uh how to play quarterback or prototypical quarterback it'd be a picture of tom brady and a description of him um mahomes is not that and so i'll give him that he's very unique he's very different i've never seen anything quite like him he's almost in between if you think about this brady i just said textbook right i would say brady and peyton were very much like that textbook guys pocket Stand up, see the field, step up into the pocket, strong arms, can make every throw. Uh, Pre-snap, they had all that. Textbook. Then look on the other end of the spectrum that we've seen at the position. The Michael Vicks, the Lamar Jacksons, the Josh Allens, the Cam Newtons, guys that can run, they can boogie on you, um, you know, the size. I would, I would say, I would argue Mahomes is a blend of both worlds. Is that fair? And I don't know if I've seen that. You know, Aaron Rodgers kind of comes to mind, but I think Mahomes is more athletic than than Rodgers in his prime. I mean, I, I'll, I'll give Mahomes, I will concede he's not the GOAT, but I will say he he's the most unique quarterback I've ever seen in a, in a, in a all-greatness, bow-down way. He is the most um, combination of both ends of those spectrums that I've ever seen. I didn't really consider the Aaron Rodgers comp before, but now that you mention it, it's almost like Aaron Rodgers walked so Mahomes could run. Yeah, right? He Because what did Rodgers do in his prime? Threw a beautiful – he – man, listen, I'm older than you. Brother, I grew up and I saw Dan Marino. Now, I saw the end of Dan Marino's career when he had a, a leg brace the size of Rhode Island. But uh, he threw – I think Dan Marino threw the, the most beautiful ball I've ever seen and with thine eyes. Brett Favre wasn't far behind him, but I would put Rodgers in that class. Um, Rodgers, obviously, athletic. He would buy time to throw down the field. That's what Mahomes does. Rodgers could take off on you. I think Mahomes does a little bit more. But if I'm not – I would have to look this up. I'm just going off the top of the dome here, freestyle. But I, I think Mahomes is bigger. Than, than Rodgers, certainly a little thicker. Um, he's incredible. I mean, he's – yeah, he, you're right. I mean, he's kind of like a a, Aaron, a better Aaron Rodgers and and not as uh, big of a pain in the ass, and, and he's coachable, and 
it seems like he's got uh, – here's why I'll give Mahomes that is similar to Brady. Ultra competitive, check. And this is underrated. And I, I think I heard Brady talk about this before about Mahomes. It seems like his guys respond to him. They they follow Mahomes. They he is a leader. I'll give him that. Um, you know, but the the greatest of all time, we just gotta relax on that. 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas experience on Instagram and uh Twitter as well. Send me messages there. Listen, I actually have a Super Bowl champion uh, coming up on the show um, at the top of next hour, uh, Super Bowl twenty six champion Brian Mitchell. I worked with him uh, my whole career down there in D.C. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, I told him, I said, look, even though you didn't win a Super Bowl with the Patriots, you won a Super Bowl. So I need some perspective. I need a player's perspective of the week before, you know, right now, uh, the Super Bowl, where was your mind? And then, you know, talk to me about game day. So I'm, I'm going to talk Super Bowls uh, with someone who's actually done it coming up at five. And when we come back, I'm actually going to tell you uh, some numbers that have me a little bit worried about the Patriots. I'll explain that as well uh, when we come back. So really some eye-popping numbers that jumped out to me. Uh, about uh, the NFL right now. They have me worried about the Patriots moving forward. So we'll do that when we come back. We got a Super Bowl champion at 5 p.m. I mean, listen, we got all the business. Let's just face facts around here, huh? Get in here. Talk ball with us. I mean, where are you? 617-779-7937. I asked you a question. Would you rather Mahomes and the Chiefs get another ring, keep chasing Tom and chasing the Patriots dynasty, Or would you rather see the 49ers franchise get a sixth ring tying your team and the Steelers? Talk to me. 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas Experience on WEEI. Here's what's trending. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to The Travis Thomas Show on WEEI and on the Odyssey app. Yeah, let's take them back. Uh-huh. Travis Thomas Experience, taking your phone call, 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas Experience on Twitter and the gram. Get at me. Messages coming in. We've been talking all show long, if you're just joining us. of uh, I asked, you know, would you almost rather the Chiefs 
Um, you know, keep chasing the Patriots dynasty, Mahomes, keep chasing Brady, and they get another ring, or the 49ers uh, win their sixth ring, which would tie the Patriots and the Steelers, 617-779-7937. And it's pretty much been overwhelmingly the 49ers to get the ring. (laughs) I think everyone's... In my boat, uh, which I'm actually glad that uh, I haven't had to have any arguments today. I mean, because I came in here, I couldn't believe. I still can't believe it. I've been talking about it all show, and I still, um, even though I understand why it was said. You know, I don't know if if the couple of hosts that I heard in town here uh, suggesting that Mahomes is already greater than Brady you know, I'm going to assume they're doing it to get us all riled up and call in and, you know, tweet and all that nonsense that people care about these days. Uh, I don't I don't want to believe that they actually believe that. But I also said, you know, on the other end of that, uh, although I get annoyed at that talk, I get it, too. I mean, I the Chiefs, uh, they do have a dynasty rocking right now. I'll give them that. Uh, that freaking Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> I mean, this kid, uh, he's an all-time talent. There's no question about that, you know, but I just think the crowning of both is a little premature. Um, you know, the Chiefs putting them in the same category as a Patriots dynasty feels premature to me, and mu- certainly, um... The Mahomes Brady stuff is ridiculous. I, I don't, I don't know. Do you all remember as Brady was going up? How, you know, at first it was him and Manning, right? And then that was clear who was winning that. So, so everyone let that go. Then it went to, well, maybe Rogers will be. No, okay, no, it's not Rogers. Then it went to, well, he's still not better than Montana. And then he and then he passed Joe, and it was like, oh, oh okay, well, I mean, and it and that took his whole career. I mean, this guy scratched and clawed. Is it the draft position? Maybe I don't know, but because it wasn't supposed to be him, but I mean, it, it took an entire career, and many haters. I'm calling them haters because I wasn't one of them. It took him winning with a different team. For them to say, all right, he's the greatest. I had, I gave that up a long time ago. I personally was a Montana guy. And uh, he passed him pretty pretty early on. I would say the second cluster of championships. Early in that second cluster of championships, I said, all right, he's the guy. Um, but, I mean, this Mahomes kid, it's like everyone's just, they just want to give it to him, don't they? I mean, what the hell's going on? 617-779-7937. Would you rather Mahomes and the Chiefs get another ring and keep chasing or the Niners get their sixth? Let's go to uh, John on line one. John, what do you make of all this, my friend? Welcome to the show. Hi. First of all, it's about 70 degrees where I am right now. Listen, oh. you guys in Odyssey down, down in Florida. Oh, uh, but I'm God from bless New, you. I'm from Manchester, New Hampshire. I just spent the winter down here. But I will say this. You know, last week... I took Baltimore, 
Yeah. And I got Baltimore plus one, so I paid a huge vig. Yep. Because they were four point favorites, so I got I got figured there's no way I'm going to lose that bet. If Baltimore loses, it might be a one point game, but it's not going to happen. They're not going to get blown out. Well, guess what? What what makes Mahomes so special is what made Brady so special. Yeah. The Patriots were underdogs often, but you never bet against Brady because he's a winner. Right. He would find a way to win. He would will the win. Yes. Mahomes is the same way. I mean, I watch him at home. I would never bet against him because he's unbelievable. And now, last week, I mean, Kelsey was, was on, and Mahomes was beyond on. And they got one more game to do it. And guess what? I'm taking I'm taking KC for, for big money yeah. on this one. Uh, I just am there. They were, for a while, they were plus 115. Mm. So they're underdogs. Right. Uh, with a plus one fifteen on the money line, that's crazy to me. That's a, you know, I I believe there's no way Mahomes is losing the uh, the Super Bowl to the to the Forty Nine ers wow. They're a good team. Yeah, they've got they've got a lot of great stats, but so what? They they've struggled. They've certainly struggled. Look at Detroit. You know, I mean Detroit covered, and they were pretty close to winning the game. Right, right. Yeah, no doubt. Great call. Yeah, it's uh listen, I bet so I, I'm with you. I thought uh I was on Mahomes against the Bills, and it was only be really it was only because of what you just said. I just thought until I see Josh Allen beat him, I'm not doing it. Um and you know, and and I had every reason to believe the Bills would win that game there at home. It was it, you know, they were hot to end the regular season. It just kind of felt like their time, right? And uh, Mahomes beat him. And then I agreed with you. I uh, I was all over the Ravens. I thought for sure at home, Lamar MVP. He's much better from the pocket. And uh, man, it just did not go well. Um, and I'm doing it again though. I'm I, I'm I'm gonna roll with the Niners. But I hear you. You know, and it is Brady like. It is Brady like. He does uh, comes up big in the pivotal moments. And you know, it does at times. It does feel like. He wills his team. It does. 617-779-7937. Mahomes, another ring, or 49ers, sixth ring to tie the Pats. 617-779-7937. All right, so I'm looking at these new hires in the NFL, right? And uh, they've all been filled now. And, And, you know, we talked last week, and we have all talked to her blue in the face about Belichick not getting a job. So I don't even want to go there. But... I mean, all these jobs now are filled with Dan Quinn being the last one to Washington. So Quinn, uh, Brian Callahan goes to the Titans, Canales, the Panthers, Harbaugh, we know he's with the Chargers, McDonald, Seahawks, Mayo here, uh, Raheem Morris of Falcons, Antonio Pierce Raiders. Okay, so all the positions have been filled. And I was thinking about this, and I said, this is an offensive league and a quarterback league, and we all understand that. We see all these offensive coaches having success. But out of the new hires, just the new hires, it's only a couple. I mean, I'll throw Harbaugh I'm going to kind of take out of it because he's Harbaugh. He's like his own category. But you really only have two offensive coaches here. We know Dan Quinn is defense. Brian Callahan's offense. Dave Canales' offense. Outside of that, Mike McDonald with the Seahawks, he's defensive guy. Mayo, we know. Raheem Morris, defensive guy. Antonio Pierce. And so I said, okay, well, it's an offensive league. It's a quarterback league. I just kept saying that to myself, right? I said, let me do some digging. (laughs) 
this is not good for defensive head coaches in this era. The Super Bowl next week will be played between two offensive-minded head coaches for the fifth consecutive year. In fact, if you take out Belichick completely, okay, it's been eight years, eight, since a non-offensive head coach even got to the Super Bowl. I mean, now you can say, well, how can you take out Belichick? Oh, you know, because he's the greatest coach of all time. So let's just, like I'm tabling Jim Harbaugh, let's, let's table Bill out of this discussion. In the NFC alone, the NFC title game has been competed for by offensive head coaches for six straight years. Twelve coaches in a row, 13 of 14, have offensive backgrounds over seven years. I mean, this is, you can't deny this. This is an offensive coaching and quarterback league. Offense is more important than defense, and offensive coaches have better offenses. It, you just can't deny it. You can't deny it. From, 20, from 2000 to 2022, 53% of the head coaches in the NFL were offensive. <laughs> offensive coaches have accounted for 61% of top five offenses. Is that not insane? I mean, I, I, listen, we all lie, don't we? Boy, the numbers tell you. They don't lie. They don't lie. Now, here's the deal, and we know this, and and certainly we feel this way with Gerard Mayo, and we'll see. If you have a defensive head coach, you got to get the offensive coordinator right. We understand that. But what happens? The offensive coordinator, if you're if – you're, Offense is humming. Get hired for a head coaching job. Then what? Mike Vrabel's the best example of this. He was awesome. And his offensive coordinator goes 13-21 and 21 over his last two years after he lost his guy. I mean, it's just unbelievable. How about Dan Quinn? When he was a head coach. Unreal, right? Super Bowl, all that. Kyle Shanahan left. 24 and 29 overall without Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Now, I we talked about this last week. What D'Amico Ryans is doing in Houston is encouraging to me as far as Gerard Mayo. Why? Defensive guy. Played linebacker, recently can relate to the new age player. Now, the Texans had the number two pick. Patriots have three. I'm assuming that the Pats are smart and will take the best quarterback available at three, which is 1,000% what they should do. Don't call me and argue. So if you get a defensive young head coach who played, he can relate to the new age kids and you draft a quarterback and the kid can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time, you know, you should have some success. I'm encouraged by what I see with the Texans. I mean, D'Amico Ryans is amazing. But what happens when Bobby Slowick leaves? <laughs> to be determined, 
Listen, eight defensive-minded head coaches last season. Antonio Pierce became the ninth in season. Those defensive head coaches went a combined 72 and 73. Not one of them made it to the final four of the conference weekend. I I mean, the last six defensive-minded head coaches to be hired are a combined 62 and 83 in their careers. And that's including D'Amico Ryans, who I just told you is awesome, right? 10 and 7 last year. Won a playoff game. I, I mean... Of the eight defensive-minded head coaches with at least one year of experience, only three have winning records. I mean, how many more do you? How much more stats do you need? By the way, two of those: Mike Tomlin, Sean McDermott. Four of the longest tenure, a couple of the longest tenure head coaches in football. All good, right? What's the problem lately with them? The Steelers' offense. I mean, they're a mess. Tomlin can coach his ass off. No one's saying that he can't. I think he's an all-timer. In fact, I think Mike Tomlin's underrated all-time. But the offense can't get out of its way. They're drafting quarterbacks. They're trying. They're doing everything they can. Since Big Ben has left, they've gone to the toilet. And by the way, the end of Big Ben was the toilet. He did not age well. Should have been on the TB12, bruh. All them Twinkies caught up to him, didn't it? And then you have Sean McDermott, whose record's crazy, 73 and 41. But what's the issue there? I mean, he has an MVP at quarterback in his prime. Buffalo hasn't even sniffed a Super Bowl. (laughs) I mean, I I just – and by the way, Tomlin, I'm looking at his uh, all-time career record right here. 173 wins, 100 losses. I mean, that's all-time stuff we're talking about. His offense, though, they haven't won a playoff game for seven years. They haven't won a playoff game for seven years. It ain't the defense, bruh. It's the offense. So I'm not saying, you know, Gerard Mayo can't win, but the formula's pretty clear to me. You got to get the quarterback right. Duh. We know that. Offensive coordinator, you're not going to have him long if your offense is cooking. So you're going to have to keep. You got to figure out that offensive coordinator position because there's going to be some turnover if you get it right. But, man, I mean, it is it is tough. It, it To me, it feels like you got to have an offensive-minded coach to get it done, not defensive. Now, here's what I'll say Gerard Mayo has working for him in the short term. Because all this stuff's big picture I'm talking about. All those numbers, that's big picture. But here's a short-term truth, in my opinion. Okay? Let's assume, let's give Gerard Mayo benefit of the doubt. He at least keeps the status quo, right? Defense remains, you know, we won't even call it elite. We'll just say the defense remains the strength of the team. I think we can all agree on that. Let's say the defense remains the strength of the Patriots, okay? Well, you draft the kid. You got to get him a weapon. I mean, hell, if the offense can improve a little, just a just little engine that could, give me something. If the offense can improve a little bit, 
I think you have a real shot. I think you have a shot. And we see in this league all the time teams that, you know, no one really believes in. They're kind of middle of the pack, but they're within striking distance of the playoffs. And then they get hot at the right time, and then they get in as a wild card, and then you never know, especially if your defense is. That's where your defense is, is obviously important, right? But that's an uphill climb. You have got, if you're going to take a quarterback at three, which we will debate for weeks and weeks, let's not do it now, but if you take a quarterback and you get it right, look, I mean, you have an uphill climb. The only offenses worse than the Patriots last season were the Jets and Panthers. I mean, that's atrocious. You weren't better than the Giants? You weren't uh, – what, what was uh, – what was my boy's name for the Giants? The seventh Tommy DeVito. Yeah, Tommy DeVito. The seventh. You you weren't better than that offense. The Titans. I I mean these were atrocious offenses. The Patriots were worse. The only te- two teams worse were the Jets and the Panthers. I, I mean so, hell if you can. I mean realistically speaking, if you can get me to closer to the middle of the pack. If you can get me closer to the middle of the pack and the defense can stand pat, I don't think it's far-fetched that the Patriots can have success next season and and at least compete for a playoff berth. I don't think it's crazy to think that. The Steelers just showed you that you can do that. They had Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph and a revolving door on offense. They got rid of their offensive coordinator, and somehow they still backed into the playoffs. And that's why I said... You know, a lot of those numbers I threw out at you were big picture numbers because, you know, it's not fair to put that on Gerard Mayo right now. But, yes, the Pittsburgh offense has kept them from winning a playoff game for for seven years. But to your point, improving it incrementally has got them to the playoffs many times and close many times as well. And you know what? Year one – you're too early, Gerard Mayo. We'll take that. I don't believe this is a complete rebuild. I, I know some suggest, you know, you got to blow it up, start over, Mayo start from scratch. I don't believe that. You know, there's there's a lot of talent on that defense. Um, and, I, you know, in this league, I think you can improve your offense overnight with some tweaks. Dra- you know, great. You got to hit a grand slam. Forget a home run. You had to add a grand slam in the draft. I would not hate if the Patriots went all offense in the draft. And maybe even, what did Gerard Mayo say? We're going to burn through some cash, spend some cash on the offensive side too. But generally, I just gave you the numbers. Generally, an offensive mind can unlock all that. That's my concern with Mayo is even, I mean, they the, the big thing is, they got to nail the quarterback. If you take a quarterback at three, now there's only but so much you can do. You know, is it Drake May? Is it Jaden Daniels? Whoever's left, you take. But both of those guys uh, are going to be, I believe, just fine on Sundays. I think both of those kids can play. I really do. I'm a college football junkie. I watch them both. I would prefer Caleb Williams. I know there's a lot of people around here slandering his name and saying he's soft and he's a diva and all that nonsense. Listen, that dude, I covered him in high school. 
He is the real deal. I'll tell you a super fast Caleb Williams story, just in case he ends up here. Um, so a buddy of mine coaches high school football in D.C., and he texted me. He said, there's this kid. He's 14, uh, or he might have been younger than that, 13, 12. Um, I just saw him at this camp. We're recruiting him. If we get him, um, you're going to want to come do a story on him. And I I didn't laugh him off because he's my friend, but I was like, I, I I mean, I kept it real. I said, listen, bro, I'm, I'm covering the – the Capitals and the Commanders and the Wizards. I ain't got time for some 13-year-old kid. And he said, uh, remember this conversation. That's what he told me. It was through text. He said, remember this conversation. All right, cool. Didn't think anything of it. I S you not, two years later, I'm watching Good Morning America getting my kids ready for school. They cut to this clip. Uh, it's like, you know, it's like, um, not good morning. What's the other one? Today show, the today show watching this clip. Hoda's like, watch this, uh, clip from, you know, class a, whatever championship game in Washington, DC hail Mary to, to win the championship touchdown. We're here now, uh, live via Skype with the game winning quarterback, Caleb Williams. And I, I went crazy because I remembered the name. And so I immediately took a screenshot and sent it to my boy. And I go, is this the kid? He's like, I told you. <laughs> Two years later. How crazy is that? So, you know, he's like a prodigy, this kid. Uh, and my hope, I'm telling you right now, my hope is all this, he's soft and he's a diva. Boy, I hope that drum beat gets louder and he falls to number three because I am telling you, I am telling you, this kid is the truth. But so is Drake May. So is Jaden Daniels. I, I, I really like these kids. So we'll see. We'll see. But that's what I think they should do. But I gave you the numbers. It's offensive-minded head coaches in this league that are working and quarterbacks. It is. It's not to say Gerard Mayo can't have success. But at this point, the numbers don't lie. He would be an outlier. 617-779-7937. Question to you. Mahomes and the Chiefs get another ring or the Niners tie the Patriots for six? 617-779-7937. What's the lesser evil? Your calls all show long on this. And then we'll talk to a Super Bowl champion at five, Brian Mitchell, Super Bowl 26. He won with the Washington Redskins. Talk to him about a player's mindset leading up right now, week out from the big game, big game jitters, all that good stuff at five o'clock. Roll with us, 617-779-7937. Call me. Let's talk ball. Travis Thomas Experience on WEEI. This is the Travis Thomas Show on WEEI. Travis Thomas Experience, 617-779-7937. Taking your phone calls. My question is simple. Mahomes and the Chiefs get another ring and continue to chase the Patriots. Chase Tom or the 49ers get their sixth ring and join the club with the Pats and the Steelers. What's the lesser of two evils? 617-779-7937. 
Travis Thomas Experience on Twitter and Instagram as well. Let's go to uh, Arthur online too for his vote. Art, what are you thinking, man? Uh, Chiefs get another hey. one, or you want the Niners? Niners all the way. <laughs> what a year! Six Super Bowls. The Patriots six Super Bowls in twenty years with Belichick and Brady. Unbeatable. No one's ever going to touch that record. No doubt, man. Appreciate the call. It seems to be the overwhelming uh, favorite here today. So we're all 49ers fans next week, it seems like. Um, We're also talking about the Patriots, you know, um, the Gerard Mayo era, we'll call it now. And uh, I was given some staggering numbers about the success rate of offensive-minded head coaches in this league and how, boy, it doesn't look good for Gerard Mayo, but it, obviously it's not the end-all, be-all. Uh, we saw success from the Texans this season uh, with a very similar coach. I mean, played linebacker, uh, not far removed from the game, so he can relate to the young players and D'Amico Ryans. And uh, they nailed it with their drafting of C.J. Stroud. And if the Patriots can nail it with what I think should be um, you know, the best quarterback on the board available at three, be it Jaden Daniels or Drake May. My gut is it's Drake May. Um, maybe they can have the same success. I'm thinking Drake May only because Daniels is more of a dual threat guy, and I think Washington just needs a playmaker. Uh, and I think Drake May, 6'4", 230, strong arm, can move, Um I mean, listen, I've seen comparisons to Josh Allen. I don't think he's quite as athletic, in my opinion, as Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen's a freak. He's an alien. Um, But I would say Drake May is much more accurate than Josh Allen was coming out of Wyoming. I mean, um, Drake May, you know, I I watched him make big-time pro throws. Josh Allen, I watched throw, you know, football over the mountains – he had a strong rocket launcher arm, but he was wild. He was very raw uh, coming to the Bills. Um, but, you know, listen, I mean, the Patriots have watched Josh Allen terrorize him. So if they see a comparison between the two, that that they may favor uh, Drake May as well. I got a message saying uh, I'd rather have Marvin Harrison Jr. and Justin Fields. What's interesting about that take, because I hear you, uh, I don't think you can get both. Because, look, you know, if the Patriots trade for Justin Fields, you're giving up your first-round pick. You know that, right? They're not – the Bears are not taking a bag lunch for Justin Fields. Now, we understand they got to move him, but um, they're not they're, they're not going to be in business with anyone not willing to give up a first-round pick. And my guess is it's going to be the back end of the first round, too. And you know damn well um, if – the Patriots give up the number three pick for Justin Fields. Uh, it's going to be some problems. I mean, it's going to be some uh, tiki torches and, uh, you know, picket lines outside. Okay? That's not happening. I think the thing with Fields, too, is that you immediately have to pay him if you're not going to pick up that fifth-year option. And depending on when the deadline is, that may be up to the Bears to either decline yeah. or pick up the option. So if they just decline it and then – you trade for him, you're stuck paying him. Yeah, you have that uh, issue right now with Mac Jones, by the way. And, oh, yeah, there's an elephant in the room. It's we're not sure if Justin Fields can actually play. I I mean, and by the way, who's going to develop the kid? I mean, that's some of this, too. The Bears couldn't develop him. So who's going to develop him here? 
Um, you know, so that's an issue. I hear you on Marvin Harrison Jr. If you want to take him at three, then you got to go get me. You got to get me a veteran quarterback. I, I mean, I'm not going to accept. Uh, I don't want J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. You know what I mean? I don't want Michael Penix. You got to go get me somebody. You got to get me a Kirk Cousins or somebody. I'm I'm not buying, uh, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. at three, and then we'll figure out the quarterback position. What are you going to run back, Mac Jones? Stop. Uh, 617-779-7937. Mahomes and the Chiefs another ring or the 49ers sixth ring to tie the Steelers and the Pats. That's a question. When we come back, we'll talk to Super Bowl twenty six champion Brian Mitchell next. Travis Thomas experience on WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.